Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up on this Wednesday edition, we are going to talk about a problem in the world of college football, and it's called the bowl season. How to fix it, we'll get into that. We're also going to talk about David Tepper being fined three hundred grand by the NFL. Was it the right move? Was it enough? We will get into the details on that for you. Plus, there was somebody who probably shouldn't have been at a college football game this past weekend, and he was. We're also going to talk with the old P. Petrus Papadakis. He is back from vacation in the desert and he's got stories we've also got our midweek awards we got the bq news and the usual shenanigans it's all yours coming up next year two pros and a cup of joe on a wednesday fox sports radio now let's get this party started you're listening to fox sports radio oh yeah he's back it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app, and you know you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. No matter where you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning, we appreciate it. We are going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do so live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there an unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Var's back. Var's back. Good morning, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell Woo. Yeah. Happy New Year, Var. Hey, back at you guys. Back at uh, you. Hey, Happy New Year. How long can you say that to someone before it gets uh, it's well, too long? Well, you know? I mean, this is our first time talking since New Year, so, yeah. you know, it's good. This is not too long. Yeah. But I'm saying, like... How a long? week from now, if you haven't seen someone, can you say Happy New Year like January 10th? Yes. Yeah, you can. No. I, I, I would say probably mid-January. And if you haven't spoken to them by mid-January, it's almost kind of a lock that if there was no interaction, it wasn't worth telling them Happy New Year anyway. Oh. Because they might have not have fell on like the important people's oh. list. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, like oh. mid-January. Screw them. Mid-January, because once you hit, like, January 15th or something like that, it's kind of like, well, you know, we're in the new year, we're off and running, and if you really wanted to wish me well, we would have spoken by now. That's just how I look at it. I mean, Good point. 15th, maybe, that's, you know, expiration. It's fair. 
Yeah. Um, now, you have any thoughts? Because obviously we were discussing the college football playoff, which, yeah. which was tremendous. Both those games uh, went down they, the wire. I thought they delivered. The second straight year, the college football playoff semifinals have delivered, just like they did last year. I know you were at the Georgia-Ohio yeah, State, State game yeah. last mm-hmm. year. Uh, that one was fun. Michigan-TCU was fun. So this year, second straight year, it delivered as far as the college football playoff goes. It does feel, though, like... The rest of the way. The rest eh, of it was... Full season, you know. Like, uh, I just... A baby-filled diaper. I was, I was thinking about this. Imagine being somebody whose living is gambling and trying to predict and project what's going to happen in this season's bowl games. Mm. What the hell was that life like the last three weeks? It's a disaster. You guys discussed this already. What were you? What were your takes on it? Because I, I mean, in my mind, I had a hot take. Like, but it might not be hot by now because. Ooh, what's the hot take? Let's hear. But, let's hear a hot, but I, hot, hot. I've kind of been reading up and and seeing what people have been saying, and mm. it kind of falls in line with what my hot take would have been. Which I feel like with the transfer portal and agents and opt outs, it's turned bowl season outside of the playoff games into Pro Bowls or glorified spring game. Um, you know, other other school um, scrimmage game. Like, it, it did not and, – and if I hadn't experienced it or witnessed it in person, I, I don't know that I would have had the same the same kind of conclusion, but, but feeling like the lack of, of energy or like just what the, the – the leadership aspects, the the presence and the aspects of your best players, the ones that have opted out and are still on the sidelines or the ones that, you know, stop playing during the course of the game and they get rotated out. It just shows the level of importance to, to some of those players, but then it also shows the level of importance to that. Some of those players exhibit to the players that are playing. And and to me, it's like it it took the 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 importance of the game was not there, and and I I feel like that's sad because by team it's by team because if you have a a team that has, you know, guys that are going to go to the pros, have that opportunity to prepare for the pros or guys that are going to, to transfer and go to a different school and they've entered the transfer portal and they're not even there, it just I I don't know. It really felt like a diminished approach to something that's supposed to be pretty fun and it pretty exciting to to be a part of. Like that was not just for me personally. The Penn State team that I watched in that that Peach Bowl was not the team that I saw all year round, all all season long. And granted, you you didn't have your defensive coordinator, so there weren't there, you know you weren't going to have the type of presence and the type of adjustments that you would have had if, if Diaz was there. But I still felt like looking at it, like it wasn't that they lost. It was that I'm watching a game that wasn't competitive based upon all of the elements that had went into it. And, and that sucks. That sucks to, to be a fan. And, and I ultimately feel like if you're a player on that team that really wanted to compete and play to win, it sucks for you because you don't have enough of that element and that energy around you 
And so now, it, it to me, it almost has to change the way you approach a bowl game, like the amount of pride that you take into saying, okay, I'm a Big Ten team, and we're going to take on the SEC team. This gives us the opportunity to prove that the Big Ten is better or even that we can finish out our season strong on a high note if, if that's the team that I am. And what we're going to do in the offseason, it just it's diminished. Like terribly, it just felt terribly diminished. I wonder, is it that it's just this year it's so glaring? Because next year we've got, obviously, the college football playoff expansion. And I feel like that's going to kind of take away from this many opt-outs obviously this many players going into the portal like whatever you want to look at it feels like next year is going to be a much different environment than this year was this year did feel weird it felt disjointed it felt like you weren't quite sure who was going to be available and who was you know who was going to be playing and then you're getting games like Georgia, Florida State, which was a disaster. Uh, the Syracuse, uh, South Florida game we talked about. Like it just, there was a lot of games where it was like, wait, what happened? Um, and I just wonder if the expansion next year is going to help alleviate some of the issues that people had with bowl season. Well, it'll alleviate the New Year's Six Bulls because those will now be a part of the playoffs in the first round, but it's not going to alleviate all the opt-outs for, for a game like the Boca Bowl versus USF and Syracuse. I mean, that, that's the reality of this is opt-outs really probably caught momentum in 2017 when you had guys like Christian McCaffrey and Leonard Fournette, running backs who are more apt to, you know, get injured while playing and potentially, you know, impact their draft stock. But there's countless other positions that have done it as well, and you can understand it. I mean, the truth of the matter is we used to play these bowl games as a reward, like, that's how I looked at it. I took pride in the place where I went to school. I took pride in having another opportunity, a reward for what you had accomplished if you won enough games and you were successful enough to have a chance at going to a bowl game. All right? So that's how it was viewed, I don't know, 20 years ago. It's different now. You know, the business of football has crept into college football to the point now where kids are making business decisions. And honestly, coaches – have been making decisions that I think forced this thought or caused this idea in agents' heads and players' heads long before. You know, once Philip Fulmer was the first coach to get a million dollars, it only continued to go up and up and up and up and up from there. And then as coaches continued to leapfrog from job to job to job to job, the idea of a young man who's at one of these schools who now isn't able to go, you know, play for that coach that he committed to is sitting there stranded going, well, maybe I don't want to be here anymore. Maybe the new coach doesn't want me, and yet I, I selected this school. And that thought of, you know, I don't know if you want to call it coach empowerment, led to this idea of player empowerment, where now players have fought and, and others have fought for NIL, and that's a portion of it. The players have fought for expanded meals and everything else. And, and now we're getting to the point where players have fought for the right to opt out and not be judged for doing so because they have a future of playing in the NFL and the risk of injury in cases like Jalen Smith, for example, at my alma mater, Notre Dame, who got injured in the Fiesta Bowl, yeah. would have been a surefire top 10 pick, slides to the second round. And I always say to people, okay, great, he had an insurance policy. He was able to make some money off that insurance policy. You know where he was impacted the most? The second contract. And that's what people don't understand. They only look at it in the short term and think, well, if he gets injured and he tears his ACL, he can still recover. He can still get drafted. We've seen guys, we've seen things like that happen. That's yeah, true. But you know what happens is that injury becomes debilitating. That injury becomes part of a list 
for a depreciating asset in the views of an NFL team. And they look at that as part of, well, how long is this guy going to last? How long is his knee? How long is his shoulder going to hold up? So all those things now have factored into a player's decision and whether they should or should not play in a bowl game. And, and then you include the transfer portal, right? Because that's the truth. Is there's, it's not so much this guy's going to the NFL. It's a lot of guys, too, who are opting out because they don't have a future at that school or they'd like to be somewhere else, either because their coach left or because of NIL, they have the opportunity. So I, I, I've given three simple solutions to fix this entire thing. The first thing is let's take bowl games, anything outside of the New Year's Six and these first-round home playoff games, and make them weeks zero to three neutral non-conference site games. You're not going to get opt-outs too early in the season. You're going to get fan excitement, better attendance, because everyone's still in it at that point in time during the season. You still get a nice trip for some of the players, and you have to get to have that stewardship and economic uh, impact on your community. And it's probably even better for the cold weather destinations that aren't going to be uh, feeling like a reward at the end of the season when it's cold in the wintertime. So that kind of solves that issue, at least of opt-outs, bowl games, how they still survive. The next thing is change the college football calendar. There's two windows for college football. Take the one right now in December, January, you push it all the way to May. And you limit it from 45 days, which right now it's 30 and then 15, and you create 30 days after the spring. And that allows you to do this. If you're a player who has a coaching change, if you're a player who doesn't feel like you're going to start the following season, you have the chance after you compete in the spring to opt out. You know, people talk about, hey, moving back the transfer portal window. You can't do that. You have the academic calendar that comes into play there. So you really can't mess with it. But the fact that we have two windows, why? Just make one. That's how the other sports have to deal with it. And make young men commit to a year of being to a place. So that would be my second solution for a quick fix. And the last thing is, there's got to be some sort of involvement for, I don't know if it's the college football playoff committee. I don't know if it's the NCAA or federal government. They have to come in and put down rules that allow nationally there to be a more level playing field when it comes to NIL. Because there are some teams that are doing it extremely well and others that are not. There was a report from one of the Ohio State linemen, their center, who talked about how there's this perception for Ohio State having a big NIL fund. And he's like, yeah, he's like, unless you're like a star, you don't get paid. A lot of linemen don't get paid. And he kind of talked about that. And, and, and that for a program like Ohio State, you'd figure they'd be flush with cash. They're not. And people can combat that or refute that, but that was their own, one of their own players saying that. I've heard from other players that played at Ohio State say that. So that's one of your biggest programs, and it's a problem for them. It's a problem for a lot of schools out there, I'm sure. So I just think there's a few simple solutions. For whatever reason, we don't have enough good leadership to step up and take the reins and make those changes. You know, another interesting piece of this that, that became kind of evident was – the, the relevance of agents and it's it it i'm i, I don't want to say i'm baffled by it but i'm mortified by it that agents are now negotiating for players in college and and actually thinking that a agent could make a call to a coach or to a you know to a department and had the conversation about what terms, 
you know, almost basically holding a team hostage in terms of if that kid will opt out of playing in the game. Like, think about this. You have kids that may possibly opt out of playing in the game and they're not an NFL prospect at the moment in time. See, that's where, to me, this all goes off the rails is that you're not just getting guys that are talking about opting out that are are leaving, leaving school. You got guys that are threatening transfer portal. If they don't, basically, if the demands of what the agencies and the agents are going after don't don't comply, I, and it made me start thinking. Well, if if that's what where this is all heading, then what's that? Doesn't that mean that the next the next evolution of this is that agents are doing that for off season, spring training, spring ball, summer workouts, it, beginning of the season training camp. Before the first game starts? Oh, after the first game? After the second game? Like, it's almost like where does it begin and where does it end where we're at now in college athletics? Because it well, almost well, – go ahead. I can tell you why that's part of the issue. Because we skirt over the idea that the NCAA says NIL is not pay for play. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not pay for play, okay, that's fine then where do you feel like their name, image, and likeness gets any sort of brand or promotional ability? It's from their play on the football field. It's from their co-branding or partnership with that university. And so the entire reason why they're known or able to endorse a product or service or company, whatever the case may be, the reason why they're marketable is their brand built on the field, on the court, on something? So the, the, that's part of the issue is we're, we're like dancing around this idea of, well, it can't be pay for play. You can't pay a kid to play in the bowl game. You can't pay a kid to play during the season or pay for this. It's like, well, uh, okay, but why are they even able to be paid in the first place? Right. Just because a law says it because there's a, a court ruling? No, it's because they have a certain status because of their athletic ability. And that's the problem is we're trying to implement a pro model without implementing pro rules. And so another example of a reason, as you bring up agents, is there is no verification process on these agents. None. When you look at how the that's NFL so is set true. up, there's an NFL PA so where true. the agent has to be certified by the union. Yep. There's a process to go through. And I'm not saying it's a rigorous process. But you have to go through a process. There is checks and balances in place. You, see, you know, we heard about the uh, contract situation with Russell Wilson. Guess what? The NFLPA got involved, right? We don't have any of that going on. And so if a player gets wrong because they sign a contract with an agent that goes in perpetuity, meaning for the rest of their life because they don't have to know how to read a contract, they don't understand what it states, that's a problem. There's no one to check that. And there's a lot of bad people in this world who take advantage of these young men and young women. So any Joe Blow can hit up a college Any kid. Joe Blow. Jonas Knox can now be an agent. That's great. In the Isn't world of NIL and high school in some states and college uh, and others, like there's not any sort of certification process that needs to happen. Now, some of the agents, are, they go by the right protocols. They're certified by the state. They'll show you all, their, you know, all the documentation, things they need to have. Others don't. It's unk. They Unk's used to my agent. Called, Go talk to yeah, Unk. Absolutely. They know? were called handlers. 
Yeah. That, I mean, by the way, the old this word is, was handlers. This has gone on <laughs> for a long time, but now it's taken shape in the form of a business. And I get, uh, it's so funny, man. So many like different kids were in law school where you tell me, hey, I want to get an NIL. I'm going to turn him like, oh, I was like, no, you don't. No, you don't. I was like, don't get into that thinking like because you're around college kids and this. I like, don't do that. Like, go go get something that's sustainable. Go get something that you, you'll actually be able to help and do good. Like, this whole business has become so dirty, and it's it's flipped. It's swung, where players had no power, no player empowerment, and now it's swung the complete opposite way, where things like VAR is talking about are happening. You're going, what in the hell is going on? And so, look... I, I, my takeaway is this. Over the semifinal two games, we had some unbelievable football. Yes, we, we have unbelievable storylines. It, it makes it so exciting to watch next Monday for the national championship. But that just cast a shadow over top of like really the truth of college football is that I don't want to say a tipping point because it's still a great sport, but there needs to be some adults that come in and fix this and not the adults that got us here. Mm. All right. I know there's a lot of people that might want to try to help out and fix it, but there's too many people since I've been involved in this whole process in different ways that have only their best interest in mind. I can't tell you how many people are like, hey, I want to help out. We want to do a club. We want to do this. We want to do this. And you know what? Every single time you got to the root of the issue, it was self-serving why there is some firm that does this, some firm, some company, something that does this. It was all self-serving. Mm. It's just all because they wanted a cut of the pie. No one is standing up and saying, I'm just doing this to help out the players, and I want to be a good person, do what's right, and try to help them in that and in that capacity. That's the reality of what's happening right now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. So we are going to have the usuals here on a Wednesday. We've got the BQ News to close up shop in Hour 3. Petros Papadakis will stop by coming up in Hour 3 as well, too. We've also got our Midweek Awards, the first of 2024 we're going to hand out, and another edition of In Case You Missed It later on this hour. It's all yours here as we take you all the way up again until 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. But coming up next here from the TireRack.com studios, the NFL has made a decision and it was very costly for somebody in the league we'll tell you what that is next here on fsr be sure to catch live editions of two pros in a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly 
O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Choose and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting Getting you down, it's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros. That's HIMS.com slash two pros for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash two pros. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Sex choose are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up, uh, we will call it about 15, a little over 15 minutes from now here from the TireRack.com studios. So uh, somebody that was in the news quite often apparently is back. And it's a little strange that it was allowed to happen. A little strange that it happened, but they are back. And we will get into the details on that for you again coming up here 15 minutes from now on FSR. So, LeVar, yesterday we were talking about uh, your guy, David Tepper, uh, who threw a... um, uh, we were trying to decide what drink he threw at a fan. It was I w- probably an old fashioned. You think so? Uh, uh, no, it no, looked it looked lighter know. than that. Did it look a little lighter? Like it did. We look thought like it was either, ginger ale or something. We thought, yeah, like it might have been a uh, white wine, a little G and T. Might have been a little G and T. I mean, if it, but wasn't it a plastic? <laughs> wasn't it a plastic cup? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to treat somebody like they're a peasant, then wouldn't it? Wouldn't wine be in a wine glass? Like, yeah, but you're in a uh, stadium suite. You but know? you're in the owner's stadium suite, and you threw your wine Hold on, onto a. You think that peasant. looked like the owners? I mean, you, you think that looked like the con suite? That was a pretty small suite. That's that was the visiting owner suite. Yeah, it's not very big. But you still are yet an owner, so it's kind of like you know, the peasants, I, the peasants out there get, catch some of this white wine or whatever it is I have in my glass. Yeah. Not a plastic cup. I don't think they got glasses in those stadiums, man. I mean, that no. place has a pool, a hot tub in it. So they've already set the, the tone. Dang. Yeah. I, I bet it's a stadium policy they don't allow glass. Huh. And it's also think about that. And they need a lot of work at that stadium. It's not like it's one of these new state-of-the-art. You, you go to SoFi Stadium, I mean, a drone I they will bring had... you a pint glass. You know, like there, yeah, I guess like, I what are you know. working with? No, I think about it, they don't serve beer bottles anymore. 
Yeah. Remember back in the day, you used to order an oh, ice cold beer. It'd be man. like, the, and then like in that the tray that the guy was carrying down, and you know he had like a, a actual glass beer bottle in it. Oh, plus you get Gone. one of those one of those twelve ounce. Like if you do one of those like uh, Coors banquet beers or like the uh, Mickey's grenades, like. Mm-hmm. You you get you get out in the field somewhere. Oh yeah, Mickey's grenades. Yeah. Oh, the you, best. You, sl- oh you slam one of those. You I could throw that thing from here to Guam. Like so, you imagine what a football is wrong game. With you, I'm man. just saying, man. I'm just that thing was made like a bowling ball. It's That's crazy. how those glass bottles were. But yeah. you can't do that to a fan and it not and and it spell out peasant. Like there's nothing more than Shame. it coming from. Shame. <laughs> there's nothing more. The, the, the more impressive than a a royalty, a person of of status, and and um and rank who okay throws the the wine or throws you know some something have, of value. You can't use bear. You can't have you do ever it with a thrown a drink on someone, or has a drink ever been thrown on you, Var? Uh, I've had a drink spilled on me before. No, no, no. Which no. is different. I'm saying like, like some, you know, maybe back in your your single days, some date. Because you bastard, I will it just throws I, it at you. I, I will say, I could sh- see this. I don't know why. I as as, as I shameful have. as I may come across, it wasn't liquid in there, but I did throw ice in a person's face before. Damn, I did throw a, a cup of ice. And and it wasn't it was low it wasn't like a whole thing of ice and it wasn't hard it was right there in front of them, but it was just one of those things where the person just continued to like talk real like greasy about me and to me like I wasn't standing there, and then they kept going and then I you know kind of ignored it at first it was at a barbecue. You know, I probably should have thought better of it because those things, you know, people are trying to get attention and all kinds of stuff you like that. You need tips on appropriate behavior of barbecues. Lee's right there. Well, then they said something. Yeah, no doubt. So, you know. And especially at this particular barbecue that I was at, <laughs> Lee would have been able to give me some great advice. But, you know, they said something and it was almost basically along the lines of how my mother raised me like, <laughs> and the ice before. Like I blacked out. Like the ice came from my my cup, it hit her face. And Isn't that crazy? That's all it takes is like someone says something about your mama uh-huh. like that. Yeah, man, mama. it hits. It hits. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but that that's the only one I can recall. And and you know, she got grabbed up before she tried. She tried to get my face with 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 the fingernails. Oh. She did. She did try to get to my face, but. Uh, I had some homies that was quick to the draw. They got a hold of her arm. They got a hold of her, and then she disappeared out from out of the uh, the barbecue that took place. And then, but that was the only time I had ever been caught up into. It. And I really was mortified of myself that I did it. And I apologized to myself. I forgave myself for what I did in that moment. I did, but it wasn't a drink. It wasn't. A, there was no liquid in there. There was just ice. Just ice. Yeah. Well, yeah. listen. If you. Uh... If you're a fan of David Tepper, you're probably not a fan of the fact that he got popped 300 grand. Now we did. Damn. We did set the over under. That's an expensive grand. drink. How many of those drinks do you think David Tepper could order with 300 grand? Man, I think about a that lot. all the time. When you when you get like some sort of fine or something like that. Like I I used to always say. Remember when we used to get those T-shirts for the PA back when um like every player takes $10,000 a year out of their yep. their game checks mm-hmm. and it goes to the union and we used to get a t-shirt in exchange i used to say it's the most expensive piece of clothing i've got <laughs> 
because this damn t-shirt cost me ten thousand dollars right that's like that drink though like that that little cup that little plastic cup whatever was in there that's 300k down the tube yep i mean louis the 14th shots are expensive like what like two hundred dollars or something like that just for a shot lee you got this (laughs) at least quick on the draw i I think i saw somewhere where it was 0.0015 percent of his net worth is was the three hundred thousand dollar yeah he's fine yeah uh now we did set the over under i set it 500 grand and brady was spot on yesterday he said it would be well under that but you know it's crazy people are upset the over 100 but it wouldn't be 500 there are some people who are outraged that that's not enough like, I, I, I don't, you know, do you think, let me ask you guys this. Do you think that there will be a civil suit that comes from this? Um, I, 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 I guess I'm never surprised by humanity. So, like, if the guy, I assume it was a guy, right? I think it was a guy. Yeah. That's what I thought I saw in the video. <laughs> um, if he claims, like, oh, my eye got burned, too, and I went to some eye doctor, you know, some no, guy's in on it. Yeah, he's like, hey, man, he had that 2020 vision. Now it's all fugazi. Like, he can't see anything. He's got on some, he got like, a drunk eye. Yeah, he's yeah. got a drunken eye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like. Intoxicated eye. Yeah, I can see some weird scenario. Like, it's like, it's funny when, when someone like David Tepper has got so much money, right, and other people see an instance like this, they become a target. And they'd be coming up with these elaborate schemes to, like, get into the court system, see if they can't get more money out of them. So I'm just picturing, like, this guy who's, like, can do this eye trick, right? And he's just, like, got this one wandering eye looking other ways. He's like, I could, I'm telling you, Judge, I can see before this. He's got a wall now, now I can't read, you know? Bro, I was in New Jersey traffic one time, and I, I was switching lanes, and the person, like, and if you know New Jersey traffic, like, North Jersey traffic, it's bad. So I'm trying to switch lanes. We're we're not going no more than one mile per hour, probably less. Switching lanes. Bump this car. Bump the car. We stop. They get out of the car and, and come up to my car, and they're like, oh, are you okay? Are you okay? I was like, I'm fine. You know, you stopped. Like, I, I touched you. Wasn't even any damage on the fenders, like on, on, on the bumpers of the car. I get out of the car to ask, is she okay? She looks up at me. She said, my God. She's like, you're a football player. She goes, I'm not really able to. I can't really feel my tongue right now on God. I can't really feel my. I can't. I can't. I can't really feel my tongue right now. Uh, oh my gosh! I was like, "Yeah, let's call our insurance. Let's call our insurance right now." I'm not moving my car. We're not doing anything. We're done here. I'm not saying another word. She, she to pops you. out with a neck brace. Oh, on bro. Oh, no. she, she said she couldn't talk after she realized yeah, she's that. convulsing she, on the ground. She's like, "This guy know. is big. He's black. Look at his car. It's a hundred thousand dollars car." Look at him, Johnson. I gotta get this man. You know. Look at him, Johnson. Yeah. There's no way a black Damn. man that big is driving a car that expensive. Lee, you said Todd did that? Todd is able to uh, do the it move where he can move his eyes in different directions. Oh, wow. Also, oh, he could pretend to be concussed? Or, yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. That. He flipped his uh, his blazer, his, his car, and uh, when they tried to do the uh, whole eye test with the light, he's like, I, officer, I think I'm concussed. I can't look my, he just made his eyes go in different directions. Good God. See, that's what I'm saying, dude. Imagine if this guy who got his whatever his bottle of whatnot <laughs> spilled on him. Man. And now he can do what Todd yeah, does. Now he can now do the Todd's basically saying, like, look, the my ch- eyes do this all the time. Lee, and get- by the way, you get these judges who like 
you know, they they haven't done anything other than read books their entire life. And so they look at the man, they're like, my God, of course we'll settle in your case. You Damn. know, like, you gotta have you gotta have Todd get season tickets to the Panthers or and get right in front of David Tepper. Stay as close to him as possible and see if he can get him to throw some sort of a drink on him. He could get him to do it. Absolutely. (laughs) I believe that. I believe that. Definitely. I mean, but Um, back but back to David Tepper, right? (laughs) How bad of a look is this for you as an owner, for one? How bad of a look is this for you being a new owner in a brand that is built off of family, you know, trying to build it into a family pastime, trying to expand the brand. It's a better look than the product on the field. Is he trying to do that? I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I would assume the, the league is trying to do it. So uh, if he's bought into it, I mean, he's part of what they're – you know what they're trying to do i just i don't know i just felt like that's one of the most disrespectful things you can do to a person is one i always say you can spit in their face that's super just that like that's just you've crossed the line another is is like saying something inappropriate about their mother and slapping me in my face i'll take a punch i you you if you sucker punch me you're a sucker but i can take a punch but if you open hand slap me, what about a backhand? That, which, I mean, which is it's more disrespectful. Anyway, anyway, anyhow, I don't know because an open hand from the sky, from the heavens, open hand slap could. I mean, but it wouldn't outdo a backhand. It wouldn't outdo a backhand. Yeah, backhand is pretty disrespectful because you're not a, even you're not even worth me getting my hand dirty. The side of the hand that I use, like if they used it, like like if it was Dave David Tepper, you got to like use a, a glove. You remember how they used to pull their glove right. off of their fingers, right, and then hold both of their gloves by the fingers, and then hit them with the back end of yeah. the glove across the face. Oh yeah, it, I just I I, it, I think it's a super super bad look what took place. And while people may not think three hundred grand is is good enough, fine. I think he, if anything, he's going to have to deal with it in the court of law, yep. civilly. But in terms dun, dun. of a fine, I, you know, people wanted him fined more. They wanted him suspended for a year. Like he's the owner of the team. Like yeah. get a life. Three hundred grand. Hey, that you know, it is what it is. That's the fine. What, Take it. What was worse to you, Var? That instance for David Tepper or the Panthers' performance versus a backup in CJ uh, Beathard? Yeah, that was the and lost. Yeah, and like I, I don't got know. shut out. I just think that he didn't want to be outdone by his team, so he joined in on the shenanigans. That's all. So I'd say it's probably even. It's about even. You know, somewhere Frank Reich's having a cocktail going. Not my problem. I'll take I took my 20 million and ran. I'm out. I mean, the disgust on that man's face after he threw the drink on him and then threw the cup as if I would throw more on you if I could. You know, it's just I don't know. Does it make a difference if it's water? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It does. It's still disrespectful as hell, but it's not as bad because of the, the post smell. Just asking. But, I mean, w- imagine if it has some backwash in it or something like that. Maybe oh, it's just yeah. as disrespectful. You know, I don't, so want, no David, I don't yeah. want David Tepper's like backwash. Your, like your dip cup. Oh. That, now, that would be just yeah. – that was more disrespectful. Yeah. Yeah, because that's, that's waste. Just make somebody wear some Copenhagen for that's the rest of the gross. day. That's gross. Can you imagine the way you'd smell after that? <laughs> that's gross, man. <laughs> Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. And coming up next here in another edition of In Case You Missed It, a controversial member of the football world is back. And we've got the proof. It's yours here on FSR.
Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up top of next hour, about 10 minutes from now, from the TireRack.com studios, one coach is asking a favor. He's asking a favor from people in the NFL. We will get into that for you again coming up a little over 10 minutes from now. A reminder that shortly after our show, though, our podcast will be going up. If you've missed any of today's show, including earlier this hour, where we had some solutions on how to fix a problem in the world of football, be sure to check out the podcast. Be search. Be sure to search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast, and also make sure you follow, rate, and review the pod. Again, just search Two Pros wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Lee Delap. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, LeVar. Good morning, Brady. Good morning, Jonas. Good morning. Guys, in case you missed it. That's right, guys. In case you missed it, we had a very special sighting at the Rose Bowl the other day. That being on Michigan, former Michigan linebacker Chase Winovich's Instagram story, a shot of Connor Stallions in the stands. You guys catch this? I mean, I it's, why is he there? 
You know, what's he uh, like? Do you think that would be a, a place he'd probably want to steer clear of, just to avoid any uh, any problems, any issues? Uh, but apparently not. Just gonna uh, just gonna roll over there. And what did he shave his head? Well, he was probably seeing if any um, signs any signs that were being used were recognizable for you know a PowerPoint of sorts that he may use in the future. You know, <laughs> there you go. I mean, it was still working, just not for Michigan. Now, do you think there are some Ohio State fans? Hey, Lee. Claim that they- <laughs> hey, Brady. <laughs> Maybe he claim- was working for Ohio State. They're, they're going to claim that. Oh, that's that's why. That, so that's why. We're, did you uh, guys did you guys recognize him in the picture though? No, I didn't. I thought he looked entirely different. Yeah, I didn't recognize. He, he's like an expert in that, huh? Yeah. Like a, a, the art of disguise. Yeah. Good for him. That's who they based uh, Mission Impossible off of, Connor Stallions. He, Stallions. He, I mean, it sounds better than what? What's the name in, in, in the movie? It sounds better, regardless of he what. He kind of looks like the. Um, God, what was the guy's name in Breaking Bad? Uh, mm. Is it Jesse? Is that was mm-hmm. his name in Breaking Bad? He kind of looks like that dude a little bit. Mm. He's got that look. Is that because you just watched Breaking Bad recently? So no. now that's you feel like you can reference it. No, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't watched it in probably like five years. Uh, that's Breaking Bad made me that's feel not, physically. Jonas bad. is like the last to, to get there for some of these. And oh no, he, I swear. Like I've oh, told, I, it got me depressed at the end. It just it's way too depressing. It's way just, too stressful, man. The Red Mountains in New Mexico. It just there's something about it. Just got it. Just Christmas. Why is that thin. depressing? I don't Isn't know. that pretty? I don't. Uh, not with the men landscape everywhere. was pretty, but the the storyline connected to it made it very very stressful. Yeah, super stressful. What else we got? But anyways, here? Connor Stallions, nice. All right. Guys, yeah, what you in, got, case, Lee? in case you missed this, uh, Colts wide receiver Isaiah McKenzie and cornerback Tony Brown recently had to debunk or uh, or uh, <laughs> or deny a recent Reddit rumor that they had killed a bald eagle. Uh, this had, this rumor had started after they were suspended by the team for the uh, remainder of the season, saying that they were endangered bird hunters is what the Reddit thread said. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's come out saying that is false. Oh, my gosh. Who does that? Not a bald eagle. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.